Agudner of Yamtif Kehila. We're already holding at the end of Yamtif Erev Shri Shal Pesach. I wanted to share with you some divrei Taira, some divrei Chizik, some divrei Hisayris. Before I begin, I just want to make mention of the fact that although tonight you can make an early Yamtif, it would not be correct to do so tomorrow. Tomorrow you should daven Meyer at the regular time by Tseis and to allow the women to begin cooking after Tseis. But to make an early Yamtif tomorrow night would not be correct. It was nice to hear this past Sunday, Chalamoid, after a three-day Yamtif, a lot of exhilarated people, how nice Yamtif was, how nice the storm was. And it really worked out, and it's a credit to all those who just accepted, accepted that they're not going away, not going to in-laws, not going to to parents, not going to hotels. And you rolled up your sleeves, and you, you, you accepted it, and you really worked hard, and there was a new appreciation for what the family can do. And it was very beautiful to hear. And now the talk is, when are we getting out of this? What, what can we do to get out of this? And there's been talk about this Simcha initiative that uh, some Rabbanim and Gedolim signed off on, uh, limiting chasnes, limiting how many people should be invited to chasnes, and people have been signing up, and that's all very wonderful. And the Mitz Hashem, I hope to get busy with this as well after Yom Tif, as we spoke about it on Shabbos HaGadol. I didn't have the kaiches to think about it, to work on it on Chalamoid. But I want to reiterate that it's not just the money. It's very much, I believe, the second part of what I spoke about Shabbos HaGadol, and that is to create Rakadish Baruch Hu again a place where he could feel very comfortable in our midst. That lack of Kedusha that's been permeating in our Golis that has to be fixed up very much. And that's not something you could just sign on. Sign on. It takes a lot of soul-searching and a real commitment that I'm going to do something to make sure that there's a rebuy of Kedusha in my midst, whether I'm in my home, whether I'm walking on the street, whether I'm jogging in the park, wherever I am, whether I'm dressing for a simcha, wherever it is, that there's a ribli of Kadusha, a place where HaKadosh Baruch Hu feels very comfortable, very comfortable in his Vashachanti B'Saycham, rather than being pushed away because it's not a Mokim Kadosh. And that, I think, needs to be thought about very much. And no one can push anyone to do anything on that. It takes a person's inner being to really get over that hump and to really make that commitment. And so here we are at the end of Yom Tif, the last day of Chalamoid, Erev Shvi Shal Pesach, Erev Kriyas Yamsuf, and we have no idea where we're heading. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. And it's Mamish what Klal Yisrael were experiencing as they were leaving Mitzrayim. They had no idea what was going to be. They were running, they were going towards the Yamsuf, and the Mitzrayim were chasing them. They really didn't know what would be tomorrow. And especially after Kriyas Yamsuf, they were served the Mon, and the Mon fell just for that day. Just for that day, they were being taken care of. And what was going to be tomorrow? They had no idea. 
it was one big lesson of Hamuna and Betachan and the Rabbeinu Shalalem, that the Rabbeinu Shalalem is here today, and you know what? You have to believe that he's going to take care of us tomorrow as well. Did he take care of us today? Did he save us from the Mitzrayim? Did he make a Kriyas Yamsuf? Did he give us Mon today? Then he's going to take care of us tomorrow as well. And we have to go with that hope, with that emuna, with that betachen, that the Rabbeinu Shalom takes care, and we don't have to think about it. We just have to go with our Avedis Hashem and believe. I saw a very nice vart. In the Haggadah, the Russia says, And we say, He excluded himself. And the question is asked, the Chacham also says, So he's also excluding himself. So why is the Chacham any better? And Rabbi Fran brings from the Sefer Shemen Hatayv the following. If you look in the Chumash by the Tam, the end of Parshat Boi, it says, Tomorrow he's going to ask. And by the Chacham as well, it says, He's going to ask tomorrow. What's that mocher? That means today he has an avoider to do. Today he's told, this is what you have to do. He doesn't understand it. He doesn't know why. But you know what? He does what he's told. Because that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us to do. If that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us to do, I might not understand it, but I do it. Machar, tomorrow when I have a chance, I ask, what was that that we did yesterday? What was that avoid that you did yesterday? So that's to understand. That's not to question. You're allowed to understand in retrospect, but you can't question the ways of Hashem. The ways of Hashem, we believe that Hashem takes care. Machar, tomorrow when we have a chance, we'll look back and try to understand what went on over here. But today our Avoida is to do our Avoida, no questions asked. No questions asked. The Russia asks. He doesn't want to proceed. He doesn't want to do any Avoida until he understands. We've been saying the Ketairis, we've been saying a lot of the Karbanas, and in it the Ketairis, as we were told from our Gdolim, that the Ketairis takes away Magefa. And in the Ketairis we say, V'oitani bar kapare, ilu if you would put a little piece of honey into the k'tairis, a person would not be able to stand because of its scent, meaning it would be so beautiful and so strong of a scent, a person couldn't stand. So it's terrific. So why don't we put in dvash? Because the Torah says, you know why we don't do it? Because Hashem says we don't do it. But it's so much better. It's so strong, so beautiful of a, of a smell, of a scent, of a fragrance. Why are we not putting it in? You know why? Because Hashem says. That's why. For the simple reason that we believe in what the Rabbi Shalom says, and Hashem takes care, and Hashem is there for us, and Hashem will always be there for us, for us. And although we think it smells much better and it should really have that ingredient, we don't do it because Hashem says. 
We go through life that way every single day. What does Hashem want from us today? This is what He wants. This is what we do, and we serve Him. We have to serve Him in our homes. It's difficult. It's not the same. What's going to be with tomorrow? We're not going to ask. Hashem, we're in Hashem's hands. We're in the Anane Kavoid. We're traveling with the Rabbeinu Shalom. It's clear at this point we're traveling with the Rabbeinu Shalom. HaKadosh Baruch Hu controls this whole world. And if we are going with the Rabbeinu Shalom, we do things with Neshah Omro. That's what the Torah says. That's what the Torah demands of us. And we're in excellent hands. So why are there any questions? Tomorrow, when the Geula comes, we'll ask, we'll wonder, what was the Pshat in this? And why did we have to go through this? And you know what? When the Geula comes, we'll understand very clearly why it was that way and why it had to be this way and why all the discomfort. And you know what? will agree with the Rabbeinu Shalom. Not that he needs our Haskama, but it will be very clear Machar. But right now we continue serving Hashem with Simcha, with commitment, with a very good feeling to the Rabbeinu Shalom. I want to share with you a Ha'ara. I heard last night from Rav Yonis and David Shlita, the Rashiva of Pachad Yitzchak and Eretz Yisrael. We say in the Shira, we're going to lay it tomorrow, Mirza Hashem, what does that mean? So Rashi says, Nermu means to pile up. Like bundles, bundles of wheat. With the wind of the Rabbeinu Shalom, the breath of the Rabbeinu Shalom, Nermu Mayim, the water piled up, like Aremais. Says Rashi, I'll prove it to you from the end of the Pasuk. Kamoi Naid Yoichiach. The rest of the Pasuk continues. Nitzvu Kamoi Naid. It stood up. Kamoi Naid. So you see that that's what the beginning of the Pasuk means as well. But Rashi also brings from the Unklis that Nermu is Miloshan Armimus, which is a Loshan of Chachma, Orma. And that's how Rashi leaves it. L'chayra, what Rashi is saying is that according to the Unklis, it uh, doesn't follow the end of the Pasuk. What does the end of the Pasuk have to do with the beginning of the Pasuk? The beginning of the Pasuk is but the end of the Pasuk doesn't necessarily follow. So Rav Yonison said from the Adaris Elio, from the Vilna Goyim, the following. It says in Parshish Bereshish, Ba'apov Nishmas Chayim. Says the Vilna going over here in Beshalach and Aderes Elio. Uvruach hapecha ner mumayim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu oisa imay chesed vayipach ba'ap of nishmas chayim vayihil nefesh chayav v'nitoyse v'nitoyse v'yadekein chachma v'seicho. Just as we have in Parshas Bereishis by the Bria of Adam Harishon vayipach ba'ap of nishmas chayim. And the Rabbeinu Shalom breathed into Adam, Nishmas Chayim, a Ruach. That Ruach brought to a person Chachma, Seichel, and made a person much different than an animal. That was Vayipach Ba'ap of Nishmas Chayim, a person became a Baal Chachma. Likewise, Uvruach HaPecha Nermu Mayim, that the Mayim, through the Ruach HaPecha, through the Vayipach Ba'apov, also was imbued with some kind of a Chachma. And Rav Yonis and David continued from there. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says, 
Man darf lang mit Chesom mit Beis. Oder auf Yochanan ben Chanina. Stei Mestrei Shois Havi Hayoim. And it goes through the, the different, each hour, what was done in the creation of Adam Harishoim. Sharishoim Nechutzbar Afroi, Shniya Nasegoylem, V'chulu. Revius in the fourth hour, Nizraka Bai Neshama. In the fourth hour of the day, the Neshama was thrown in, was breathed into Adam Harishoim. Chamishis Amad al-Raglov. In the fifth hour, he stood up on his feet. What is the Gemara telling us? The Gemara says, Rav Yonison is telling us the following. In the fourth hour, Nizra Kabay Neshama. And that gave him Chochma, Vayipach Ba'apav Nishmas Chayim. He became a Balseichel, a Ruach Memalala, a, a whole different Bria, than a regular Behemoth. But in the fifth hour, there was an additional thing that came to him. He was Omad al-Raglov, that a person walks b'kayim is a kufa. A person walks straight up. That's different than a behema. A behema walks on all fours. The direction of an animal is parallel to the ground, not upwards, but rather horizontal. The behema doesn't grow in any ruchniistic way. He's very one-dimensional. He's very attached to the ground. That's his direction, an animal, walking on all fours. A person, in addition to being a Ruach Memala about Seichel, he's also Oymed al-Raglov, that he walks B'Kayim as a Kufa. He's headed, he's facing to the Shemayim. He's more than one-dimensional. He goes upwards. A person is an elevated being. That's a whole different level. That's an additional level that a person ha- that a person has over an animal. Besides that, he's a balseichel. He can impact the world in an elevated way. He's not attached to the ground like an animal that walks on all four that's parallel to the ground. That's the pshat and the pasuk. V'ruach apecha nermumayim that the water received In addition to that, because of that, the water stood up. Somehow the water was given some kind of a chachma like, like people, that it had the, the, the metzius of a person. Just like a person, a person was given seichel, and then in addition to that, a person became an oimid al-raglov to walk the kaimis, the kufa, to be elevated. The water at Kriya Samsaf received that as well. It received chachma, and nitzvuch moidneid, the water therefore stood up, just like a person, oimid al-raglov. <clears throat> Rabbi Yonis and David, in the beginning of that Maimer, asked a question from the beginning of Ashira. The beginning of the Shira says, Ashira la Hashem ki go, sus v'roich v'yram avayom. That the Rabbi Shalom threw the sus, the horse, and its rider in the yam. Rashi says, sus v'roich v'yram avayom, shnei they were attached to each other. The Rabbeinu Shalom did not independently throw the sus and the rider around in the yam, but rather they were kshurim. They were attached to each other. Hamayim alam oisam and then myridin oisam la oimik. 
They were not separated. And Rav Yardison asked, what exactly is the special praise that was saying to the Rabbeinu Shalom about the fact that sus that they were attached, they weren't muffered, they weren't separated at all? What's so special about that? And Rabbi Yardison continued in his way to explain what that means. He does not say what I'm about to say, but I think it also is a hemshech of what he explained. Kalal Yisrael is a kaimis kufa. Kalal Yisrael, they're going to be makabal v'tayra. Kalal Yisrael is an oimid al-raglov. Kalal Yisrael is an elevated being. Kalal Yisrael doesn't walk on four parallel to the ground, connected to the ground, but Klal Yisrael is a Klimiz Kufa, Roshay Magia Hashemaima, that Klal Yisrael's head is upwards, always going up and impacting the world in so many ways, in so many elevated ways. The Torah is telling us in the Shira that Klal Yisrael understood what they were leaving. They were leaving a Mitzrayim with Sus V'Roich V'Iram Avayam, the source, the horse, and the rider, the Mitzri, the Mitzri rider, they were all the same. They were Kshurim Zebazeh. They were attached to each other. They had no elevation to them. The rider's life was the life of a sus, not the Kaimis Kufa, no elevation to it, as opposed to Klal Yisrael, who was being saved by Kriya Samsov. Why? Because they were going to be Makabal the Torah, we, B'nai Yisrael, understand we are not sus v'reichvay. We are not kshurim. We are not tied to the sus. We are not tied down to the Adama, earthly beings that just remain earthly beings. We are earthly beings that grow, become as kufa. We elevate ourselves with limad hatayra, with maizim toivim. That's what we had, and that's what we experienced by Kriya Samsuf. By Kriyasyamsov, we saw that difference between us and the Mitzrayim. They were sus v'roich v'ayom, no separation. The Gemara tells us in Baruchis, Harayashir hashirim b'chaloyim. If someone sees the Megillus shir hashirim in a dream, yitzapala chasidus. He should look forward to chasidus, to a special level of connection to the Rabbeinu Shalom. Says Rashi, shir hashirim, Kula Yira Shemayim, it's full of Yira Shemayim, fear of heaven, the Chibas Hamokim Belev Kal Yisro, and love of Klal Yisro. There's a special relationship that comes through in Shir Hashirim. There's a special awe that we have from the Rabbi when we read Shir Hashirim, as well as a love that we experience between us and the Rabbi We had that by Kriyas Yamsuf as well. By Kriyas Yamsuf, we experienced a tremendous yira. We saw the gvur of the Rabbeinu Shalom, how he meted out the punishment to the Mitzrayim, which the Rambam tells us that part of Sipitzias Mitzrayim is not only to talk about what happened to us, but to talk about how he took out his nekama on the Goyim. There was a tremendous fear of the Rabbeinu Shalom that we experienced when we saw what was done to the Mitzrayim. But at the same time, a tremendous love that we experienced. How the Rabbeinu Shalom, as we read in the Dayenu, he took us by Abasha, Basai Chayam, not on muddy roads, but it was dry land, and he provided for us delicious food and fruits and water as we walked through the Yamsuf. A tremendous Chiba, 
a tremendous love that we experience from the Rabbeinu Shalom, that Ava and Yira at Kriyas Yamsuf. Let us hope that now, as we're about to enter Shavi Shal Pesach, the time that there was a Kriyas Yamsuf for Klal Yisrael, that the Rabbeinu Shalom showed his Yira to the whole world who saw the Kriyas Yamsuf. Like we're experiencing now a tremendous Yira that people are fearful. They see so much so much of the unknown in front of them. There's a lot of Yira, but we should be Zoycha now to also experience that tremendous Chiba, that love that the Rabbeinu Shalom showers Klai Yisrael with by Kriyas Yamsuf. We should experience that now as well. And we should be Zoycha that the Rabbeinu Shalom should take us al with a tremendous love Back to Eretz Yisrael, he should send Elio Anovi, send us Mashiach, the Meher of Yemenu, Amen. I wish you all a very beautiful rest of the Yom Tif, and we should be zeichet to be together, Meitz Hashem, in Eretz Yisrael very, very soon. Be well, bye-bye.